What's going on, sports rehab experts? Today we're going to be going over perhaps the simplest, easiest exercise you can be using to solve your knee pain, whether that's runner's knee, jumper's knee, IT band, uh, patellofemoral pain syndrome, a lot of different knee pain diagnoses. This is an excellent exercise for you if used under the proper circumstances and done in the correct way. Also, another benefit of the exercise, especially for those clinicians who are out there watching this video, is it's a very simple diagnostic tool that you can use to determine what the main source of pain or problem is for that individual and why they're potentially experiencing some type of knee pain, simply by just doing this exercise, which can also be performed for rehabilitation and getting them out of pain. Now, before I give it away and show you the exercise, um, because it's a very, very common one. Actually, it used to be very, very common. It's becoming less and less common now. Um, in some parts of the world, it, it, it's kind of starting to make a comeback a little bit. But uh, at one point in time, it was one of the very standard exercises done in rehabilitation world and strength and conditioning world. But for a variety of different reasons, that kind of fell by the wayside, mostly due to uh, people not knowing the intent behind why they're using this exercise and also not knowing when and how it can be beneficial for the individual. Um, and then third and finally perhaps the silliest of the arguments against this uh, exercise was that it was not functional. And if you're a rehab clinician watching this video, you may have a little bit of a clue of what exercise I'm kind of alluding to at this point in time, but it was deemed not functional because you're, in a sense, not on your feet, not upright, not doing an activity um, that is weight-bearing. Now, somewhere along the line, we kind of veered off path a little bit and believe that every exercise we must do needs to be quote-unquote functional or needs to be done on the feet or needs to relate specific to the task because if you're having knee pain throughout the day or with this particular sport or with a particular movement when you're upright weight-bearing then the only way to get you out of pain per se is to do something very very similar to that task so we have to do squats lunges deadlifts to always solve knee pain and if we get you on your feet and doing exercises on your feet all the time then that means we are training the knee functionally and realistically that is true to an extent but if you know me there's always another side to this conversation and the other side to this conversation is if there is actual tissue irritation tissue damage and we need to rebuild capacity of that specific tissue that is implicated in order for the person to get back to doing whatever tasks they love to do it could be running jumping walking going up and down stairs if we do not prepare that tissue um, to have the resiliency against performing any task under the sun then ultimately that tissue is still going to be compromised so tissue specific training is also very useful to get someone out of pain and improve their function um, because their tissue now has more resiliency to perform a wider range of exercises. So a quote-unquote functional exercise in some circumstances just means developing a stronger, more resilient piece of tissue. And you'll see how that relates in just a moment to this knee pain example. All right, so we got the exercise 
up here and uh, like I said, it's a very simple exercise, very common exercise that you've probably seen a million people do, an exercise that has been demonized as a bad exercise and an exercise that probably isn't as popular as what it once was. In some instances, you may see some people using it more often now than in the past because they have a little bit better understanding about why, when, and how to use this exercise. I warned you at the start, it was not sexy, um, but it is useful. Now, when we're talking about it from a diagnostic standpoint, we're looking at it from the standpoint of performing the exercise through a full range of motion. And when you perform this open chain knee extension exercise through a full range of motion, you're going to notice a couple things that happen both on an osteokinematic standpoint or an arthrokinematic standpoint, very localized, and then also from a tendon standpoint as well too when we perform this exercise. So from a tendon standpoint, let's start there first. Someone actually has a patellar tendon issue. That's that tendon right below the kneecap as it inserts on the tibia. A lot of times people get pain in the front of their knee with that issue. That individual has perhaps a patellar tendonitis problem. And one way of confirming that is when you perform any type of knee extension activity, the most sensitive area is usually in the highest amount of knee flexion. So at the very bottom in a, as you initiate that movement. And then as you get to middle ranges or towards the top end of the ranges, it becomes more and more comfortable. Someone who's dealing with a patellofemoral problem or an issue with osteokinematics and arthrokinematics at the knee joint with patellofemoral compression syndrome, which is the kneecap compressing down across the patellar groove that's irritating their symptoms, that individual is going to have knee pain as they start extending and going through a full range of motion and getting to complete knee extension and uh, sometimes literally throughout the whole entire movement um, because as you're contracting the quad, you're getting more compression or patella is compressing down on the joint surfaces and it's creating a little bit more friction there and potentially that is why their symptoms are sensitive. Now in normal healthy tissues, this should not be an issue and it should not be a problem to perform this exercise on a repetitive basis, but once you're in pain, the circumstances change slightly. So this allows us to kind of become a little bit more diagnostic by performing the exercise to see is, okay, is this a more of an arthrokinematic um, or a knee joint patellofemoral compression issue that is going on that as we go through the full range of motion that is entirely painful or is it more of a patellar tendonitis tendinosis issue with this patellar tendon just below the kneecap if there's more pain or discomfort on the initiation of the exercise or the activity. Now. The cool thing of this exercise is we don't actually need to perform this through a full range of motion to get its full entire benefit. We can actually use an isometric to start to reduce the amount of sensitivity that is present at the knee joint or at the tissue level of the patellar tendon. So we could just go to middle range where there is the least amount of patellar compression going on. There's also not quite as much of a stretch being placed on the patellar tendon, so the patellar tendon is not quite as irritated, and we're also not moving the joint surfaces either, so that's not irritating anything. And we can just hold this 
exercise in an isometric fashion to drive tissue adaptation to the patellar tendon to solve the patellar tendon issue. If this person has patellofemoral pain, if they can tolerate holding it an isometric contraction, then uh, furthermore, we can decrease tissue sensitivity or irritability by progressively loading that tissue again. So in either instance, patellofemoral joint issue or patellar tendonitis issue, issue in the tissue, then this exercise is still useful, which is the, the beauty of this exercise. It's, it's so useful for a lot of different injuries and as well as preventing some type of injury in the future when you're trying to just continue a training stimulus as someone is healthy and playing their sport or the activity that they love to do, such as running. Um, so this, this exercise, again, can be extremely beneficial. It's not very time consuming and you can literally do it anywhere. You do not need a fancy machine. You can simply use bands as I'm showing you in this, uh, this video shown here. Hey, thanks for watching. Hope you got a lot out of the information in today's video. If you like this type of content, if you could do us a huge favor by liking the channel, subscribing to the channel, and uh, hit that alert button so you get notified when any new videos come out your way. Also, if you're a rehab clinician looking to take your clinical skill knowledge to the next level and seeing how you can better help your patients, visit sportsrehabexpert.com where we got a lot more information that can help you along the way, as well as our certified sports rehab expert course. This is two courses that give you a sports rehab residency or an orthopedic fellowship type education in half the time at a fraction of the cost. So visit sportsrehabexpert.com to check out these two courses. We have the human assessment mastery course and the full body treatment domination course. And finally, maybe you aren't, a rehab clinician watching this video, maybe you're someone just looking to keep an active, healthy, mobile, athletic lifestyle without painkillers and frequent visits to the doctor's office. If you're located in Ann Arbor, Michigan, you're in luck. Just visit annarbor.physio and you can set up your appointment today. If you're not from around the Ann Arbor or the Michigan area, no worries. We do a lot of online video consultation services from people all over the globe as well too. So you can reach us at annarbor.physio or at sportsrehabexpert.com and we'd love to learn more about how we can help you out.